My name is Georgiana. I am CEO and founder of Beagle Cat, and soon you will be listening to Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. In this podcast, I regularly talk to employer branding managers, talent acquisition managers, and human resources managers in tech companies in Germany, Romania, and the US. For more content on employer branding related themes, go to employerbranding.tech or beaglecat.com. Stay tuned! Hi everyone, another episode of Employer Branding the Inside podcast and today I'm meeting someone face to face. This is the second time this year I'm meeting my guest face to face. I'm super excited to be talking to Tina Holmes. She is the director of people and culture at Amorili and uh, hi Tina, thank you so much for talking to us. I think everybody knows what Amorili does, but please tell us in a few words what the company is about and then what your role involves. Okay. So our company um, sells sex toys, mm -hmm. very simple. It's an e-commerce platform and um, originally founded by a woman to kind of empower women to also break the taboos regarding sex and mm -hmm. sex toys. And yeah, we do that uh, for 10 years now. And my role within the company is uh, the director of people, culture and operations as well uh, since recently. So I look after all kind of back office functions, but my favorite function, I must admit, is um, people and culture. Yes. Exactly. And you know what? Um, this is why I got in touch with you, because I've been following you for a while on LinkedIn. And there's this something about you that I think is very, very visible when it comes to you being the glue in the company and people coming to you whenever, you know, there's something people related involved. So I'm wondering, first of all, how does your previous experience help you do what you do. You work for Apple as well. <laughs> and then what is after you the glue that binds everything together? Yeah, two big questions. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, maybe on my previous experience. So I've worked for uh, like three, four big corporations. Um, so I've worked for Apple, I've worked for Sony, I work for an agency, a marketing agency. Um, and I really like change, first of all. So I don't like uh, sticking with company for too long. Uh, and yet, um, I think the biggest experience, of course, is Apple because it's a very big company. Everybody wants to work for Apple. And the one thing I really uh, took away from Apple is um, the feedback culture. It's very strongly lived. Mm -hmm. uh, so you constantly are exposed to um, giving uh, feedback, receiving feedback, sharing feedback uh, in every situation. So this is something um, mm -hmm. I've really embraced um, and always taken on to my next step because feedback helps you learn and develop and no matter what that's role true. you are. Um, that's so that's mm -hmm. uh, that was really lived very big at Apple. And yeah, I take that always with me. <laughs> yeah, it helps you grow at the same time, right? Yes. Knowing what you do right and what you do wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and what, what would you say is the main reason people enjoy working here? What, or what makes you happy working for this company? Uh, what makes me happy is that, um, yeah, I work with a very diverse group of people. Mm -hmm. Apple was also very diverse. And yet at Amorelli, I think it's a smaller company. Uh, we're currently around 70 employees. Yeah. Um, we were 130 before, but now we've reduced a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but the mission really keeps everybody together. So um, I always joke that I've worked for many electronic products. So Sony and Apple and and now sex toys are all like electronic products. Um, and yet I think the sex toys make uh, customers 
the most happy. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody that works at Amorulli loves the vision and the mission of Amorulli, is, which is uh, sexual, sex, sexually satisfied humans mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no better mission, I think, um, than maybe saying everybody should have a phone, everybody should have a TV or whatever digital yeah. device. Um, I find that it's um, very empowering because in the end we're also trying to break taboos. So it's not just mm-hmm. for commercial reasons at the end, but we're really trying to break taboos for women and men to have access to these toys mm-hmm. and use them and find their um, sexual satisfaction, their own journey um, in their sex life. So I think that's very empowering, especially for women mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. as we all know, that have quite a challenge to um, become be on an equal level as men in regards to Yes, and to integrating everything in our busy lives, right? Yes, <laughs> I know. exactly. Mm-hmm. So you talk about vision, you talk about mission. Are there other things that you would think or your colleagues would think make Amorelli an employer of choice? Mm-hmm. I think it's also the kind of the female-led company. We have mm-hmm. like um, 70% females in our company. And I think that really um, carries a culture that is, has a lot of empathy, a lot of emotions as well, um, but a lot of um, strong communication and honesty. Uh, and I think I've never experienced that anywhere else. And for me personally, I can really be myself and other companies I've always kind of had to be political or adapt. And here I am for the first time really myself being you know, also a single mom with two kids and having my challenges at home and nonetheless being in a leadership position, I've never felt that was of any um, yeah, boundary to my development in the company, but rather the opposite, that it was mm-hmm. seen as something different and that we can, you know, learn from each other and that we will support each yeah. other to uh, perform best in your professional way, no matter what your personal situation is like. Mm-hmm. And you know what, you can absolutely see this from the outside. I think I can see it and for sure the others who, who follow you can see it as well. Obviously, Amorelli is a company that doesn't have much to hide, right? Because here's the mission, here's the vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I might uh, I might consider it too for the future. <laughs> yes. It looks like a great place to work in, for sure. Um, I remember talking to you, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so one of my questions were was around uh, employer branding and culture trends in 2022. Mm-hmm. But now we're in 2023 and a lot has happened in the meantime mm-hmm. with regards to remote work. A lot of layoffs have happened in, mm-hmm. in December, November with, with companies in uh, tech. Um, I would address still some of the issues that I talked to you at the time. Where is Amorelli on the, on the topic of remote work, for mm-hmm. example? Um, so remote work, we have a really beautiful office. You, you just witnesses, yes. I hope. Um, lots of sex toys laying around. Uh, there, right now we have lots of hearts everywhere because it's like Valentine's week and we have our mental, uh, kind of mental health or um, employee well, well-being month. Um, and remote work is, yeah, not. I don't understand companies that don't offer remote work anymore. Um, for us, it's... Basically, um, we have the space in the office um, and people can stay home. It is recommended to come to the office two times a week, but it's not a must. Okay. Uh, we don't want to start, you know, I think in, we've all learned where we can work best. If it's, you know, in a yoga handstand at home, yeah. 
if it's while doing the dishes, um, if it's, you know, being silently concentrating at home. Some people even say they work more hours at home, which surprises me or me in my life where I can integrate, like starting early, you know, picking up the kids and then going back online. Um, so we offer both. I think the one thing we need to consider is also giving an incentive for people to come back. So it's not, you know, we have to have a beautiful office. We have to have silent rooms for them. We have to offer social events for people to interact and almost get people, you know, back out of their little cocooning, uh, two-year cocooning session and um, enjoy socializing and networking again and seeing the benefit of definitely being at home, but definitely seeing the benefit of being in the office yeah. and brainstorming over an idea, which doesn't come when you're usually home alone. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of what we encourage um, mm -hmm. for people to come. And it's working so Mondays and Fridays, as we notice, is not so busy. And, and yet um, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays are quite busy in the office. Yeah. 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 But I think by now everyone knows, like you were saying, where they work best and can see the benefits of meeting the team at least once a week or twice a week to, to discuss company plans. Mm. Um, you were mentioning Employee Wellbeing Week. What mm -hmm. does that mean exactly? And how, how does Amorelli think of this very mm. important concept? Yeah, it's kind of developed. We, we had the first one in COVID times when we realized after the first kind of winter that including myself, we were all depressed, let's be honest. Um, and we thought we have to do something about it to kind of snap people out of this, first of all, gray time in January. It's never nice if, with COVID or without. So we live in Berlin. It's like the most terrible yeah. month. Mm -hmm. And um, so we um, started the mental health month to say it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. And um, we got an external agency in uh, called Shit Show uh, that supported us to raise awareness. And um, we kind of asked people to you know go on walks and we collected money for going outside and for every kilometer walk we gave money to a female shelter to encourage people to go outside you know even if the weather was um not so good and we received amazing feedback on on that month just raising awareness so we've kind of decided to do it every year in mm -hmm. some form so this year it's not a, so much about mental health so yeah. it's more about well-being because it has mental health is one part of it so we offer um it's a, we have a clothes rack outside where you can exchange clothes for example from that kind of um you know use and reuse things to um offering workshops what motivates you to make people rethink mm -hmm. you know also where do they stand after two year, years yeah. of um, being at home and having challenging positions to really think what motivates me is it the right place or how do i need to change my job we had meditation workshops um, and we also had one of one things I suffer from like back problems, like how do you sit best when you're at home um, or in the office? So on several different topics. And again, also talked about mental health, not the strong focus, but just to, you know, reach out and talk about it because I feel if you look into future trends, um, I think many people are suffering from mental health issues. And I would almost say that maybe 30% of the people calling in sick are not really, you know, don't have a flu, but they have some personal challenges ongoing. And for them to say, you know, it's it's not the headache or flu, I'm saying, but there's some challenges and um, and that's more difficult to to help employers within the future, right? Yeah. So a flu goes away, but if somebody has a mental health issue, it can go on and we need to act much differently to support um, those employees um, that are having challenges. 
And I think, at least for me, it always helps when I talk to other people and when I discover that I'm not the only one who's mm-hmm. getting panic attacks or who's getting, you know, anxious at what whatever is happening. Well, it was COVID and we had the war in Ukraine, which is still mm-hmm. ongoing. Yeah. A lot of companies um, laid people off. So I think everyone's a little bit stressed at mm-hmm. the moment. Am I safe yeah. in my job? Am I safe in my personal life? And yeah. it helps me, like I said, to know that I am not alone going through this. Yes. So I think this is this is the best initiative a company could actually um, introduce for, for its employees. Um, then you mentioned diversity. You are a 70% female mm-hmm. company. Um, how else do you see diverse, diversity and inclusion? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're very strong. Um, well, we have, let's say, we have a few ambassadors in our company and specifically one colleague who really is like the internal um, yeah, ambassador to diversity and inclusion topics. So whenever there is something um, this person does not feel is right or being communicated in the right way, and this starts from uh, you know how we show females on our website or okay. m- m- men, are they you know looking very slim or are we showing a true color of a person to how do we communicate internally or how do we gender, how do we address people or how do we, you know, what, what does it say in our toilet, um, who should be entering the toilet in what form. And um, yeah, so we have a little group that just gets together once a month to kind of look, are we being the f- on the forefront here as well? Because Amogli also sees themselves as, you know, impacting change when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Um, we also have um, a sex toy line that also goes, um, it's called Constellations, that is um, towards the queer community. Mm-hmm. And we are also one of the first companies that have actually addressed um, sex toys in the queer community. So it's always on our mind that there's, you know, there's different ways of having sex and mm-hmm. there's different ways of different people that have sex in different ways. So it kind of goes hand in hand and we always have to rethink, um, you know, what almost not what is the latest trend that would be wrong to say, but what is the, the you know, the latest movement uh, and awareness that we have to rethink how we produce sex toys, how are people having sex, uh, what is important, how are they learning about their bodies, it comes all hand in hand. So I'm, mm-hmm. whether you discover your own body as a, you know, heterosexual woman or in any other form, um, how can we provide products that will help everybody to sexual satisfaction? Exactly. Um, does Amorelli have an employee value proposition, expressed or not expressed? Yeah, we have um, one value, which means celebrate diversity. Mm-hmm. So this is where diversity comes um, okay. and where we just encourage everybody to be who they are. Um, uh, especially nice to see at our latest party that we had when we had a kink party. So that was very interesting to see how everybody would mm-hmm. express their well-being. But I think um, even there, yeah, you could really see that people feel so comfortable with themselves and their bodies to come to a party um, to really express who they are. Um, and that's very special and unique. Mm-hmm. How do you see employer branding this year, 2023, with all the challenges that are surrounding companies in tech and in Berlin and everywhere? Yeah, it's quite, it's, it feels like it's going from one change to the next change exactly. and one has to really uh, look around, uh, like what is the trend? Um, on the one hand, I would feel the trend is a little bit this mental health issue in that direction. And yet on the other hand, it's 
safety you know ultimately um can i do i have a job can the company secure me a job and also to be open like maybe we you know things are changing and it nothing is safe anymore as we experience with war or with COVID, and we have to always adapt so i think um yeah we made use of the long german word this inflationsausgleichsprämie so the compensation that the government gave to yeah. employees to support them in the inflation so i think this is a way of making employees feel safe because they're getting um bonus to you know help them go through inflation and mm-hmm. um, so that kind of safety but in the same time i think we have to be transparent e-commerce business is of course affected by inflation and war and right. for everybody to think you know that we're that we're looking after them that they don't lose their job and being transparent mm-hmm. uh, on you know the the budgets and the forecasts and so on so yeah. this is more where we have to i think honesty and transparency is more mm-hmm. important there and you know i cannot look i don't know what's going to be happening at the end of yeah. the year with the world that we've been through so um but nonetheless still have fun if you can <laughs> along the way you know yeah. to also bring some lightness into um the world that we're in as an employer because in the end we're also a fun brand and the good thing is our industry is growing compared to other industries so um because sex toy is something that not everybody has so we're in a growing industry which Absolutely. gives safety in that sense that we're not um, declining mm-hmm. um, but there's still many people that don't have this commodity yet and are interested in exploring so this is very encouraging also for me because I love it um, that there's still a lot of movement mm-hmm. in the industry. Yeah, there's new new ground to conquer. Yeah, right? it's not mm-hmm. like a new phone or something else you need. It's um, some people don't have these devices at all. So yeah, yeah, and that's absolutely. the curiosity that we're also giving our employees to explore that with our customers. Like, where can we go? Where's the next mm-hmm. um, you know business deal? to look into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like one of my uh, friends told me recently um, the only constant is change mm-hmm. so i think <laughs> companies need to also understand this and embrace it and you know stick with explaining to employees how how things work and yeah. you know in the end we are we all understand business is business but the way you do it mm. and the way you convey it i think is going to make a difference yeah in the end um if you had a lot of money <laughs> lots and lots of money mm-hmm. what would you do to improve company culture to make it you know fantastic mm. yeah i thought about that question a lot mm-hmm. it's not so easy um uh, to say i think i would and i mean training is always something that everybody wants to have right um but i think i feel many people would like some kind of coach or some kind of inspiration regarding innovative ideas like how to because we're in an industry where we have to think about the next big thing right like yeah. what is the next yeah. big sex toy and what is the next big thing to really explore um, digital thinking um, and encourage people even more to think out of the box and give them kind of those tools to to learn because we have a many many young people that work here yeah. and maybe they haven't worked in you know retros and okrs as we do mm-hmm. in amoroli but to create a space where they can really think about um, new innovations uh, and at the same time kind of guide them um, via we have mentors but i think we could do even more have more mentoring for mm-hmm. our coaches for the employees to really find their own their own way and reflect yeah. their personal life with their career and to see if they're in the right um, space um, mm-hmm. that would be 
yeah, if I had even more money, I would spend yeah. it on that. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense, I guess. Career development, and, uh, learning and development in the end, or, you know, it adds up to well-being at the mm. same time, I guess, if you're given the space to explore um, creative ideas. Yeah, this, this could definitely be mm. something that companies need to address more, I yeah. think, at the moment. And then to, to get to the, the end of our discussion, you know, I, I used to, to ask my guests this question, is there a book that helped you? Is there a blog? Is there some sort of resource that you feel has helped you along the mm -hmm. way? Some people say conferences, some people say another group of like-minded professionals, for mm -hmm. example. How do you feel that Tina has grown and what has helped her become the person she is today? Mm -hmm. um, well, there's like, Two aspects to that. So the one book um, that I really loved is the one from Patty McCord, um, Building a Culture of um, Freedom and Responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, because I found for HR people, there's so little to really read. Yeah. And she really inspired me. Um, and I think every page was a learning and especially always um, the thought behind HR being the function that has to raise their voice. It's yeah. our job to um, point out things that are not going right in a company to the managing directors. And this is, if HR doesn't do it, nobody else does it. It's kind That's of her right. quote, and I, I love that. And on the other hand, I must say, I have an amazing network of HR people that um, we always exchange with each other. So um, I have, a, you know, is it, you know, introducing um, time tracking or is it introducing remote work policies that it's a give and take and everybody knows that we can help each other so it's they they really help me out by sharing policies or ways of working and then there will be the day where karma comes back and yeah. i can exchange something so and because we know especially in the last three years we all hr became so important and we I would say 80% of the things that we did, we'd never done before. So we really had to learn from each other to explore regarding, you know, be it mental health, be it remote working. How do you, you know, how do you lead in a remote culture? How do you communicate in a yeah. or, uh, um, culture? How do you train people? How do you keep them safe? How do you structure salaries new, you know, with everything that's going on? So it's really needed. And I, and I wouldn't say there's one aspect of HR that wasn't, you know, even the office space, what should it look like? I mean, you know, it's everything was changed yeah. in the last three years. So, and for me, that's been great because HR was always, or, you know, a little bit is sometimes a side function and we moved so much to the forefront in the last three years. Um, and that's something I really enjoyed, but it yeah. is, but it was a lot of change um, and it's, you cannot do it alone. So you need some help from some friends in HR, in the HR network. Yeah, we all need and produce of our tribes. So yes. <laughs> lucky to, to have them. Thank you so much, Tina, for, for talking to mm -hmm. me. This was super useful and informative and fun, actually, meeting <laughs> you in your office where you work on a day-to-day -day basis. I wish you all the best. Thank you. <laughs>